And welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight. We appreciate you tuning in once again. Hey, folks, it is mid-July. You know, you blink and all of a sudden, July is already halfway gone. I was talking with Candace Scalise this morning about this. And, you know, it's one of those things where already we look at it. And uh, 4th of July weekend was actually two weekends ago. So hard to fathom how quickly it always seems to go way too fast. But yeah, already here we're into mid-July. So pretty remarkable here uh, moving forward that we've already gotten to the point where, you know, a lot of us, I think, look at mid-July as halfway through summer and uh, only about six more weeks until kids return back to school. So yeah, hopefully we've got some great summer weather here for the back half of July. I can tell you, and that's one of the topics we're going to discuss here in this week's edition is the heat that's going to be building back in for us here as we get into the second half of July. Now it's been a, a pretty remarkable summer so far, at least in terms of our overall temperature. So uh, think about this. So here we sit July 15th. And uh, as we go into this weekend, at best, I think we're going to see maybe on Sunday a high temperature around 90. We're not going to, I think, get into uh, the low 90s. So at least through this weekend, it's looking like the hottest temperature we will have had all year, and we're halfway through the year, is 92 degrees. And we did that twice. We did that back on Memorial Day, and we also did it uh, this past week. In fact, on Tuesday, we got as warm as 92 degrees on Tuesday. And that was as that humidity really ramped up right in advance of the thunderstorms that came through Tuesday during the late afternoon and evening. And uh, that was also, you know, a real interesting day because uh, we had the thunderstorms on Tuesday. It was certainly the most active day uh, of this week. That is for sure. Uh, but it was very hit or miss once again, at least in terms of who actually saw the thunderstorms. So, you know, we thought that there was a good portion of central PA that had a chance to see some of these scattered showers and storms. And, uh, you know, look, as it played out, uh, the places that got hit the hardest were along the southern tier, basically Route 30 and areas south. Uh, there were some pretty good thunderstorms that came down. We got some great vi viewer video in out of Chambersburg, where uh, essentially uh, there was some flash flooding going on. There was water basically running down the streets in the borough of Chambersburg. And that kind of followed along that Route 30 corridor. Heaviest rain uh, was in southern Franklin County, like uh, down near Greencastle. Uh, our friends in southern Adams County, even south of Gettysburg, uh, got some real heavy rain. And then, you know, there again, once you got down to around Shrewsbury in southern York County, some really heavy rain. There were some spots there that uh, had well over an inch of rain. And then once you got to the capital region, got to Harrisburg, uh, there was some spotty showers, uh, not much in Lebanon, uh, a little bit in Hershey. They did, of course, Tuesday was the big sold out concert in Hershey at Hershey Park Stadium, the Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison Joan Jett concert. That was a sold out show uh, in Hershey. And they did have to delay that show, but only a little bit. The showtime was scheduled for 4.30. It was pushed back just a little bit, but they had enough leeway in there and enough, enough of a pad within the timing between the bands that they were able to uh, get everything in. And uh, that show uh, got off without a hitch. But because there was lightning in the area and there was a quick downpour uh, in the Hershey area that was delayed for a little bit. But uh, that's pretty much what it was like in and around the Harrisburg area. There was a couple of quick downpours and then things moved on rather quickly. Uh, a little bit of lightning, but not much. But the area that really benefited, at least in terms of rainfall, 
was uh, that southern tier of central Pennsylvania, Route 30 and areas south. Big portions of Cumberland County, basically a whole lot of nothing. Uh, Perry County, for the most part, a whole lot of nothing. Once you got north of Harrisburg, uh, even uh, once you got up uh, even towards Marysville, wasn't much. Uh, and then the further you went up places like 22, 3, 22, and 11 and 15, really, uh, it was, as my friend Ed Russo would say, it was one big nothing burger uh, for folks there. And, you know, as a result, look, uh, our July has certainly been on the dry side for most of us. Again, it's that southern tier, uh, those areas south of Route 30. That's the one spot here pretty much across the board in central PA that's done okay in terms of rainfall. Everybody else has been pretty dry. Now, this is all short-term stuff, though, folks. We did run a rainfall surplus uh, for the month of June. Uh, but again, at times, that was very hit or miss. Uh, our records are officially kept in Harrisburg. Those are the numbers that we have to live with. Obviously, once you get into the summertime and you start talking about, you know, pop-up showers and isolated thunderstorms in certain areas getting heavy downpours while other areas stay dry, you know, when you only use one reporting station, and in this case, Harrisburg, uh, to gauge what is officially our rainfall totals for the year, it can be a little bit deceptive. But uh, at least for now, we're running a slight rainfall surplus still. Uh, where our records are kept in Harrisburg. But in the short term, many spots have been a little bit too dry. And it's starting to become a, a little bit of a concern, not a major concern by any stretch. And, you know, I've gotten so much great feedback from uh, our great viewers here at CBS 21. People started to ask me, hey, look, you know, my lawn's getting brown, uh, you know, and I've been watering my garden a lot. You know, are, are we in a drought? You know, folks, we are uh, pretty much a long ways away from getting into a drought. Now, if we were to string together another month here, where it's kind of bone dry in a lot of spots, well, then that might be a different conversation. Um, we'll have to wait and see and to see what Mother Nature brings us here uh, coming up down the road. I can tell you that we are going to have uh, some rain chances, some thunderstorm chances here uh, over the course of the weekend. And uh, right now, though, the good news is nothing that looks like it's going to be severe. So what we could use, obviously, is just a good old-fashioned rainy day. But I got to tell you, folks, the idea that you would get a big area of low pressure that would come along in the summertime and, you know, give us, uh, you know, just a, a cloudy, damp, rainy day. Uh, it's just usually not in the cards this time of year. Uh, you know, we get the showers, we get the thunderstorms that generally, you know, it, it might rain, it might rain hard, but then things move on. But in terms of like that, you know, atmospheric river or blanket of rain that sets up shop over our area for, you know, seven, eight hours or longer, uh, where it's not, you know, pouring rain, but it's a good soaking rain. We just don't see that too often uh, this time of year. When we do get it, it's usually the result of what's left or the remnants of a uh, tropical system. And the tropics have been very quiet. We have only had two named storms so far. Obviously, nothing that's been of a great threat to the United States. Uh, so that's, you know, a part of the equation as well. We recently had uh, back in June, uh, the uh, 50th anniversary of Agnes. So, you know, it's not unheard of for us to actually get remnants from tropical systems uh, this time of year. In fact, oftentimes it can be the norm that by July that uh, there's some remnants of tropicals, of a tropical system, tropical storm, hurricane, whatnot, uh, that comes through central PA and we wind up getting, you know, a three to four inch rainfall and wow, boom, there goes the, uh, the rainfall deficit. 
Um, but uh, just don't have that in the cards. In fact, uh, earlier this morning, I was just, you know, double checking things in the tropics. And uh, there was a system or is a system, I should say, right now that's in the Gulf of Mexico that's bringing some pretty heavy rain, like in and around the Florida area. Um, and uh, some that's having some effect uh, along the coast even along the coast of the Carolinas, it's a pretty big area of low pressure that's brought a lot of instability there and several inches of rain in Florida. That system is not going to wind up being a named system, but it uh, does have some tropical features, some tropical characteristics, but it just didn't hold together enough and it, it just won't have uh, the oomph for the gusto to become a, a true tropical system. So, you know, look, beyond that, it is very quiet uh, in the tropics. There is nothing that we're keeping an eye on right now. Uh, that's coming off the coast of Africa and heading into uh, the Atlantic. So uh, obviously things can change and change dramatically. And as we know, uh, not unusual for us to now even get tropical systems into early November. So we've got a long way to go. Uh, don't forget Hurricane Sandy actually occurred in October. <laughs> so, you know, we've got a long way to go in terms of, uh, you know, the die being cast for what's going to happen in the tropics here over the course of Atlantic hurricane season. But that's part of the equation as well when it comes to our rainfall. Uh, if we do get a big time soaking rain in the summertime, it oftentimes is uh, the result of remnants of a tropical system and don't have anything brewing right now. So uh, save for, you know, that those chances for, you know, showers, downpours from thunderstorms, that type of thing, those heating of the day, uh, I call them the bubble up or the popcorn thunderstorms. Uh, nothing that looks real organized that's going to bring us a real soaking rain, at least not in the short term, like over the next seven to 10 days. So uh, that's something we'll be keeping an eye on moving forward. Speaking of moving forward, you know, I mentioned how our two warmest days of the year, at least so far, 92 degrees earlier this week and then back on Memorial Day. So that's a pretty long way to go into uh, at least the year with your hottest day. Uh, being 92 degrees and i've got a note here and i've got to count them up uh because we keep this here in the weather center and i'm recording this podcast uh, back in the weather center but let me add them up so in terms of 90 plus degree days we had four in may you may remember that memorial day weekend was pretty warm we hit 90 on may 30th and then on memorial day itself we got to 92 we had one two three three in june Warmest days we had in June, 91 on June 1st and 91 degrees on June 17th. And then so far in July, halfway through the month. And by the way, this is on average our warmest time of the year here through the heart of July. We have only had three days of 90 plus degrees. And we did 91 on July 1st. You may remember that was the Friday leading into. So exactly as I record this podcast here on the 15th on a Friday heading into the weekend, that was exactly two weeks ago. And uh, this week, we uh, got to 92 on Tuesday, and we got to 91 on Wednesday. And that might surprise some folks to hear that we actually did hit the low 90s this week. The reason being is, with the exception of Tuesday right before the thunderstorms, we did not have the high humidity this week. So even on Wednesday, when we got to 91, I was outside Wednesday afternoon, and uh, I was a little surprised that we actually got to 91 at HIA because it just didn't, quote unquote, feel like it was 91 degrees because the humidity overall wasn't that bad. And, and, you know, when you have the drier air in place, it is definitely, you know, there, there's a 90 degrees with humidity and there's a 90 degrees with lower humidity. And there is a major difference, I think, as we all know here uh, in central Pennsylvania, but uh, want to talk about where we're headed here moving forward, because I think that's kind of the big weather story here heading into this weekend and into next week. So as it sits right now, I can say with a, a fair amount of confidence that next week will be the warmest week of the year 
at least so far. Uh, I've got us next week several days uh, around 90, 91, 92, and I've got a couple of days next week. Uh, I've got us at 94. So depending on cloud cover and, of course, depending on how things set up and sunshine, and uh, again, it all comes down to one thermometer, the thermometer HIA. Uh, but I do think we've got a, a real good chance of seeing those high temperatures uh, maybe get above 92. And so not only do I think next week, uh, in all likelihood, we'll go down as the uh, warmest week of the year so far, but we'll probably break that uh, glass ceiling, if you will, of 92 degrees being the hottest temperature for the year so far. Uh, when we see that mercury potentially you know, get into the mid-90s, I was looking at some models um, earlier this morning. And uh, they were trending like anywhere from like 94 to 96 by like Wednesday, Thursday of next week. Um, so, you know, I, when that happens, I tend to kind of slow play it a little bit. So if the model's calling for 94 to 96, you know, a lot, oftentimes this far out, I'll say well, 94 and we'll watch it as we get closer because cloud cover is going to be a big determining factor in that. And if there are thunderstorm chances will be a, a big determining factor in that. Obviously, uh, any kind of showers, any kind of thunderstorms, uh, it's uh, a term that we call radiational cooling. And what that means is rain cools the atmosphere. Makes sense, right? Uh, same thing happens in the winter. Uh, as it snows, generally speaking, not always, but generally speaking, as it snows and that snow uh, breaks through uh, the dew point line, uh, it cools our temperatures. Uh, so oftentimes during you know a good snowstorm, uh, even you know peak of the day, two, three o'clock in the afternoon, our temperatures do not rise. They either stay the same or they actually go down a little bit uh, because the atmosphere is being cooled by the fact that you've got the precipitation uh, that is falling. And, you know, that happens in the summertime when we talk about showers and we talk about thunderstorms, that radiational cooling. So, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, this is how we, we sometimes get burned as forecasters and as meteorologists. You know, we call for 94 degrees, uh, along with the idea that there could be some pop-up showers and isolated thunderstorms. And, you know, at, at HIA, uh, it gets to 91, 92, and boom, there goes the thunderstorm. And uh, it cools things down. And by the time all of that moves through, the atmosphere has been cooled. And, uh, it, you know, temperatures might rebound after the thunderstorm moves through. But by then, it's a bit later in the day. Sun isn't as strong. We've got the radiationally cooled atmosphere. And meanwhile, uh, you know, it might rebound to 91 or 92 again after the storms. And uh, so therefore, we don't get to what we were calling for temperature-wise. Meanwhile, you know, in Carlisle, they don't get a thunderstorm, and it gets all the way to 96. So, you know, that's what we kind of deal with uh, as forecasters. And, you know, one other thing I wanted to touch on here, well, I've talked a lot about rain here this week uh, in the podcast, uh, because this is one of the things that is a message that is difficult for us to get across to viewers uh, this time of year. So earlier this week, I put up a social media post where uh, it was for Tuesday. And I was talking about the idea of, you know, heads up, uh, we're going to have some isolated showers and thunderstorms that'll be popping up across central PA. Uh, so, you know, just want everybody to realize that, uh, you know, play it safe with your outdoor plans. There is the potential that some of these could be severe. And we did have wind damage uh, in Franklin County and in Adams County as those storms went through on Tuesday. But that's just our way of saying, hey, look, folks, you know, everybody needs to just kind of keep their guard up because the potential is there for some stronger storms to develop. And uh, the, as the line comes through, 
you know, we'll, we'll see what, what happens, what holds together, what falls apart. Very, very difficult, obviously to predict, you know, exactly where, you know, a cloud burst is going to take place, you know, because <laughs> they can be, you know, separated only by a couple of miles. So you kind of have to paint um, with broad strokes, as I like to say. So I put up a social media post about that. And, and um, a guy made a comment on the post basically saying like something to the effect of, you know, I live in Fairview Township. And the last five times you guys said it was going to rain, you know, it, I got nothing. And, you know, my lawn's getting dry and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I get that. But, you know, I responded back to that by basically saying, hey, look, you know, what we have been calling for, you know, basically uh, since the start of summer is typical summertime stuff. This is what we mean when we say scattered showers, isolated thunderstorms. It means not everyone is going to see them. So I think a lot of times what happens is people, you know, they watch our forecast or they get it on their phone and they see, you know, the sun. And then that sun also has a thunderstorm cloud in it with some rain coming out of it. All they see is the thunderstorm cloud with some rain coming out of it. When they look at the icon that depicts the forecast that we're giving and they look at it and they go, okay, they're calling for rain. You know, you got to dig a little deeper uh, because what we're calling for and you got to read the text that goes along with those forecasts because it'll say 30% chance and it'll say scattered showers. You know, we're not calling for rain. You know, we'll let you know when it's going to be a good old fashioned washout of a day and a rainy day. And, you know, we haven't called for a rainy day here in central Pennsylvania since May, you know, and, and that's typical of this time of year. Like I discussed earlier, the idea that you would have, it'd be just gray. And there'd be light to moderate rain throughout the day. It's kind of unheard of in the summer months, unless you get those remnants of a tropical system. I mean, it can happen. It could also be uh, a bit of a summertime nor'easter where you get the Gulf moisture and it doesn't have to be a tropical system, but it's just a little, I think anybody that's lived in central Pennsylvania for a long amount of time knows that at least in terms of an all day light to moderate rain, where we wind up with an inch and a half of rainfall that happening in the summertime just is usually not in the cards for us. So, you know, there's that distinction that I think people need to keep in mind. Um, so look, yeah, am I calling for some rain this weekend? Sure, we're calling for some scattered showers late in the day. Uh, Saturday, isolated thunderstorms possible. Same thing on Sunday, although I do think the chances of seeing them on Sunday, or at least as I sit here on Friday, are, are a little bit less. But, you know, that does not mean we stress it all the time. We'd say it all, you know, do not cancel the outdoor plans. Do not cancel going to the pool. Um, but, you know, just to kind of keep that eye to the sky, we always tell you to download that CBS 21 weather app because you can get those weather laps, uh, weather alerts set straight to your phone. And it's also got a real nice radar on it as well. So if you're hanging by the pool, you can pull up the radar and see if it's coming your way. Uh, or you can get those weather alerts. If there were a severe thunderstorm watch warning or worse, tornado watch warning, you can get all that sent uh, straight to your phone. Your phone goes off and uh, you know what you're dealing with. So we encourage you to download uh, that weather app. And with that, we'll wrap up uh, this week's edition. We appreciate everybody tuning in. We know you folks that tune into the podcast are big fans of weather. We appreciate you guys more than you know. Uh, this is always our chance to go a little bit more in depth and get a little bit behind the forecast. And it gives us a real good opportunity to do that. So appreciate everybody tuning in. And thanks for listening to another edition of It's Raining Mets.